welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean-American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Welcome, listeners, to our, is it our 13th episode? Yes, welcome to our 14th episode. 14th, 14th, yeah. Um, how, is, how have you been this week? I've been good. I mean, this is the first week back at work from vacation, and it was hard to get back into the swing of things after taking some time off, but I did it. I felt like I had to change my sleep schedule because, you know, over vacation, all what I do is rot in bed. I know, and I think that this is a very stark difference between you and I, mm-hmm. is for me, I actually was ready to go back to work because this was my first week back too, after the holidays, because I love this routine and procedure, or uh, routines and having like a set schedule of what I need to do. But mm-hmm. during the break, I would ask you like, do you want to do this? And you're like, I have to sleep till 11. Yeah, it's a priority. I have to sleep till 11 at, like, that's getting up early. I could do till, like, 1 1 p.m. too, because it's vacation. I I, love to sleep. For me, my eyes just pop open at 6 or 7 a.m. No. Young people, we love to sleep. We need to sleep. I know, because there'll be times that I call you, and it'll be, like, 4 p.m. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'll be, like, in bed. Sleeping. But... There's also times when I call you at maybe like 1030 and you're like, I'm in bed. I'm like, uh, my night is just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have to text you. I'm going to bed now. So I don't hear the ding. <laughs> and then I stopped texting you then. But I'm like, it's so early. I'm just getting ready to go out. So I guess that's the difference between 40s and 20s. Well, and I told you, like, you have so much energy. Yes. I think... You would think, oh, it's because she's 25 she has energy, but I think even for a 25-year-old, I have crazy energy, so sometimes when other people can't keep up, it's a little frustrating and I get a little down, but you pointing that out, I'm like, hmm, maybe I am just unique in that sense. I rarely hear you say, I'm tired or I don't want to do this. Yeah. I mean, you'll say, okay, I'm going to take a power nap and I might do this, but I never hear you say, I'm tired or... I don't want to do this. If you tell me, like, be here at this time, I'm like, okay, then I'm going to have to take a 15-minute power nap, and then I'll be good to go for the rest of the night. Yeah, or when you tell me, um, I am run, I ran these errands, and then you tell me you went from one city to the next city to yeah. the next city, and I'm like, where? That's so much driving. But what did you do this week? Um, this week for us, it was getting back into the grind, right? It's mm-hmm. waking up early, uh, making lunches, making breakfast. Um, Jim and I figuring out what's our schedule because when you have kids in different activities, it's very seasonal. So like yeah. our fall schedule looks different than our spring schedule. So trying to get back into the routine and, you know, you feel, you feel bad for the kids cause mm-hmm. they have to go back to school, but they, you know, my kids genuinely like school cause they like their friends and school is not super challenging in a way that like they don't want to be there, but you know, everybody likes that there is no pressure. So just getting back into the routine, but January is, I feel like January through March is so fast because of the different holidays and things like that, that um, it'll go by quick. I know it. I know. 
hopefully, I feel like I have a lot of things planned for January and then February is my whole birthday month. So I got to celebrate my birthday the entire month. So I think I'm actually excited for this month and next month. I know that is a stark difference between you and I too, is that for you, your birthday is a month. For me, I always hope my birthday, one, people would forget about it and two, that it's like on a weekend. So I don't have to like be at work where everyone just tells you happy birthday all day long. And you asked me, you're like, why does your birthday have to be something so important? Because we were saying how, um, you know, my birthday's on a weekend and I think my boyfriend like could be here in town. He may not be because he has other like business going on. And you're like, oh, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And I'm like, what do you mean? Big of a, not big of a deal. Of course, it's a big deal if he's not here for my birthday. But I think you kind of made me realize, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Yes. Especially (laughs) if the boyfriend listens to this episode. (laughs) It's not a big deal. It is not a big deal. Because things come up. And I think that's part of... um, Going, having more birthdays yeah. is realizing that um, things do come up and really what is special, like what's special to you about a birthday. Yeah. And just focusing on, you know, like the right things, you know, not just like the presents and going out and like other things, but it's like, you know, being able to spend time with the people that I love in my life and people who love me. Yeah. And I think it's funny because Valentine's Day is actually a few uh weeks before your birthday yeah i think it's like the week before and i feel like valentine's day is another thing that people take differently yeah based on um their age or like who they're with because when we talked about it you're like oh i want to do nothing yeah that would be the best gift and i was like i want to be showered with everything yeah and for me i actually really love valentine's day because i love pink and red in hearts and this idea of just being um really happy right Mm -hmm. and it less about gym but even more for my kids you know especially for my daughter I think it's more special but not necessarily like we need to go out to a fancy dinner and do those kinds of things what about you you talk about birthday but you don't really talk about valentine's day because weirdly enough I haven't had a lot of valentine's day where I celebrated with a boy I had a bunch of valentine's day Um, but a lot of Valentine's Day I have not spent with a boyfriend. Yeah, and I guess now I'm a little bit not, I don't need those things because I, if I do think back, like when I was 18 and 19 and 20, you know, Jim did write me really nice cards and it was very, you know, and had thoughtful gifts Mm. and now I don't need those things, (laughs) but I guess you do need it early. Look at Jim's like in the back. Maybe this Valentine's Day, Jim will write me a super nice card. Why don't you write him a nice card? Because I realized... I could send him a nice text message. No, a card, because they also need to feel loved, you know, and warm, and they also want to be showered. Well, and Jim keeps them, unlike me. That's sweet. Yeah. And I know this because I'm staring right now because we, we record in Jim's office and because um, that's where all the tech is. And I'm staring right now <laughs> at some pictures of my kids that Jim has up and a card that you wrote him. Yes. And on he, his birthday. Yeah. And when you wrote a card to me on my birthday. You threw it away very I fast. I read it and I threw it away. <laughs> you threw it 
away right in front of me, but too. But Jim actually kept it up. It's there. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't Maybe. this Valentine's Day, you write him a card? Maybe I will. Maybe. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. But today's uh, episode is we're wrapping up our... Um, our series on how let's, to fall in love, right? Or yeah. let's fall in love. It's let's fall in love. And we started it back like November. And so for our listeners who maybe need a refresher on what our let's fall in love series is, it was kind of a trend that was happening on TikTok and it was 36 questions that lead to love. And so it's not just random questions. It was questions that were deliberately created by um, psychologists um, to kind of see if two strangers are able to fall in love and it's able to kind of get people to get to know each other and really grow in their intimacy. And so we did two sets and today we wanted to wrap it up with the last set. So I think we did these two sets before the boyfriend. Am I right? Yeah, we did the two sets when I was, I don't, back, beginning of November, I wasn't going on dates where I wasn't on the app, but we started it and being like, oh, I could use these on my dating apps. So before we go into the third round of questions, have you used or discussed any of these questions from round one or two with boyfriend? With my boyfriend, actually, I have, like, not maybe word by word, Mm -hmm. but we have talked about, like, our greatest accomplishments. We have talked about, like, our friendships. Um, We talked about, like, hey, what do you need in a relationship? Like, what do I need in a relationship? Um, Like, what what are things that we are grateful for? Or the perfect day question, I think um, we've talked about that before. So, yeah, I have used these questions. So, you've thought about these questions and then started the conversations yeah and do you feel like um it gave you better insight or what what do you think these questions did for your relationship Mm -hmm. as opposed to like not talking about these things what was your big aha i guess i think it just these questions aren't like regular questions like what's your favorite color or it kind of is a good conversation to have other than the daily conversations we would have. Like, how's work? You know, what did you do after work? What did you eat? Um, and it kind of gives you, like, deeper insight into, like, who that person is. So, like, when we talked about our perfect day, it was really different. Like, my perfect day is very different from his because, you know, he probably would like a nice round, like, game of golf, a nice run, you know, me. And I'm like, oh, I would hate all of that. I would like to go to a museum. I would want to drink. I want to go eat this. Like it's very different. And it says like our personalities. Um, But I think it also shows like who I am and who he is. And it's like, oh, maybe I could do that for her. Or maybe I could do that for him. And so I think when we talked about our perfect day, he's like, oh, is that what you would want for your birthday? So it kind of makes him think like, oh, maybe that's what I could do um, for that special day. Um, So it is good information to have regarding that other person well and did it so it didn't make you think oh wow we're so different no like we are very different it does make you think that but i don't think that's the big aha you get things out of it like oh is that what friendship is to you like oh is that's your greatest accomplishment it's like oh 
like like a couple ahas here and then it makes you better understand them as a person did you feel like he had resistance answering these questions because i think not i think it's very easy for people who like to talk about these things yeah. especially women like yeah. to talk about their feelings or ideas because these aren't necessarily centered around making your relationship stronger right it's more reflecting and talking about yourself yeah so did you feel like it was awkward in the beginning for him or do you feel like he was all in in these discussions i think one thing i really appreciate about him is he's very open and he's he loves to have these deep conversations and i think when we first started dating one thing that he said about me is i like how we can have like fun conversations about like you know sports or you know what's happening in the world but also we can have deep conversations like this and so he's very honest and he can go deep in like a heartbeat and so we i think for some time for some of these questions like we went really deep which i appreciate that's one of the things i really appreciate about him because i have also met other guys who don't like to go deep like they only like to go to a certain like surface level and if you want to go any deeper than that like they kind of shy away from it or they avoid the conversation um so yeah and i think that's great advice or insight for our listeners because with these questions and what you're hoping to get to strengthen your relationship which i think they don't probably highlight when they try to make it look really great on tiktok is that both people have to be wanting to share yeah and so it can also be frustrating if the other person doesn't want to share but i think especially early on in relationships you're more willing to talk about these things ironically yeah if both people agree um because as time goes by like me and jim you think well you kind of already know those Mm -hmm. things even if it changes you don't really spend the time to talk about it so i think it's great that you guys are talking about these things and he's willing to did you use these questions on your husband no (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think about we should we should maybe jim and i'm gonna see if jim jim every night we should spend five minutes answering one of these questions. What do you think? He says yes. Let's see. Okay. So, Jim. And in person, not through text. <laughs> yeah. And now he's sad. <laughs> yeah. So, we will. And let's see if the answer that I think he will give is different than the answer um, he says. And, you know, it's funny because Jim can hear my answers, but I've never really heard his yeah. answers, right? Because of through this. It'll be interesting. So our last set, the first question is, make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room Mm -hmm. feeling blank, blank, blank. Huh. We statements? For both of us. Okay, I can go first for us. Okay. We are both very committed to discussing anything with each other all the time. Mm Mm-hmm that's true yeah we don't ever um mince words or hold anything back or not talk about a topic that one of us wants to talk about yes and i think following that my other we statement would be is we never judge each other i mean you do judge me (laughs) (laughs) we do judge each other but like on like a core level like you never like 
judging or like you never would go to your husband and be like, why is Christy like this? Da, da, da. You would always tell me to my face and we give each other room to explain maybe why we did certain things or why we think certain ways. So in that way, we never judge each other. And I think the last thing is um, we are both very reflective, mm-hmm. very reflective. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what ties the first two things together is that we'll have these great conversations and um, we'll talk, push each other to be our best self. And so with that, we also are very reflective of what the other person has to say. Yeah. So I think maybe for some of our listeners, we sound super different, like, and we're in different ty- like eras of our lives and we do have different personalities, but because we are so similar in that way, we do get along and we do really motivate each other and push each other to be our best selves. And I guess I can see that in a relationship, right? Is like, we talk about this all the time is, um, Jim and I have very little interests in common. Yeah. Um, I actually think we talked about this. The boyfriend, your boyfriend has more in common with Jim. They're soulmates. They're soulmates, right? Yeah. They probably have more in common. Yeah. But yet it's not about the actual interests, right? Yeah. It's more about this like fundamental core. Yeah. I agree. That was a good question. Um, complete this sentence. I wish I had somebody with whom I could share dot, 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 dot. Hmm. trying to think this question is hard for me because um like i could see if you're an only child yeah or even like my daughter who has two brothers Mm -hmm. she misses that like other female relationship yeah but like i have a sister so i feel like we share a lot of the same parental responsibilities or like things like that or um special times together so I don't feel like it's that and then I do feel like you know I have my partner Jim um and I feel like even with work I have great peers and colleagues that I can share Mm -hmm. um things with or like ask for support so I'm trying to think you know for me I look for somebody that has that kind of compatibility I think I thought of mine you brought up what you said kind of sparked it, but I wish I had someone with whom I could share um, a future with, like a home with, you know, and like a family. Are we talking with. about a husband? Yeah. <laughs> you wish you had a husband? I wish I had a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wanted to put in a nice way, but okay. Like, maybe it's, I wish I had a husband in the future that I could share this with. Yeah. A life with. Yeah. I mean... But is that like, that's not like your greatest wish right now. It's just in the future. In the future, I wish. I had someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You wish you weren't single when you're 40. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. If you are going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. Ooh. Are we still answering this about each other? Well, we have partners now. Oh, yeah, we do. (laughs) You have a partner now. So we don't have to be partners. Man, I liked you as my partner. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I think for me, Jim, are you listening? (laughs) Jim is listening. Um, 
that I feel like I still need Jim to check up on me. Mm. Even if I don't seem like I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, how are you doing? Yes. Yeah. How are you doing? We all need that. Yeah. Through words. Through words. Not text. Not through text. (laughs) I think for me, words of affirmation is not one of my top love languages, but sometimes I do need a, hey, I miss you. Hey, I love you. Like sometimes like sporadic, like even when my friends text me like, hey, I'm thinking of you. Hey, I miss you. It does make me feel loved. Yeah, you know, I think that's kind of similar to what I said about Mm -hmm. Jim. And I think it's because you and I are very independent women. You know, people see us as very independent, very um, successful in terms of we can handle our own stuff. That's true. And so oftentimes we are the one giving other people what they need. Mm -hmm. So I think um, we don't realize that sometimes it's nice to get that text or that verbal like hey how are you or hey i appreciate you or i miss you or i love you yeah it's nice yeah okay jim Jim. (laughs) (laughs) tell your partner what you like about them be very honest this time saying things you might not say to somebody you just met i feel like we answered this question though remember we kind of already did but i guess is it about a partner what we like about our partners. No, I, I did answer this about Jim. And I just said what I liked about mine too. Yeah. Skip. Skip. Okay. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Hmm. I don't think I have a specific embarrassing moment, but every time I like trip or fall, I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's embarrassing. Because, not because of, because then people are all around you asking you like, are you okay? Yeah. You know, and I'm getting older. I trip and fall more. And when you trip, your whole body like falls. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to fall. So I, for me, it's like when I trip or fall, I feel really embarrassed. But I don't have one specific embarrassing moment. I think I had one recently. I think I was with my boyfriend and (laughs) I guess we were just, (laughs) we're making out. But then I burped. <laughs> but then I burped like right in his face. It just came out and I felt so bad. And then he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Was that the most that's the most recent? Yeah, that's the most recent embarrassing thing. And like we just I think I just went home after. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. It was pretty embarrassing. Well, and especially when you're like in the earlier stages of yeah. dating, you always want to put on a good impression. Yeah, so it's like when that burp came out, and it was, when it was like right in his like face, and it was like, you know, when the dinner comes and up. And you're not you know? really a burpy person. I'm you not, don't have a lot of gas. Or, no, you know, I, I never, hold it in. I'm you know, very I burp good. all the time you when burp, I'm drinking like Coke Zero. You burp everywhere. Yeah. So I actually pride myself on like holding in any gas, but of course it just happened at that moment. And then he started laughing, and <laughs> I'm just going to get back into it. Oh, no. Yeah. I know. Well, so it passed though. That that's the thing about embarrassing moments; they pass. Yeah, the, I <laughs> let's let's have that pass. I never <laughs> want to do that again. Um, when did you last cry in front of another person, or by yourself, or by yourself? So, 
for me, I've noticed that this is another thing. As you get older, I feel for me, my like PMS <sighs> is so much, or my hormones right before my period is very strong. Really? Yes. And so it like, it's like, like it seems so unbalanced and I was never really like this. So I feel mm. like it's just the recently the past few years, like I can be like super upset over something that's like so little and enough to like cry. cry. Well, like that kind of emotion. Yes. Yeah. So every what? month I expect something to like trigger me uh-huh. to like get me upset. To the point where you cry? Yeah, but not like bawling yeah, cry, yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. like, you know, or maybe like if... Choked up? Yeah, maybe if Jim said something that mm. really bothered me. Yeah. Then maybe like, you know, go to my room and like imagine divorcing him and crying. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and then it's like, oh... And then the next day, start my stop. period. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that's oh, why. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all better. Yeah. So it, I think that's like the most recent is like, it's always due to something yeah. hormonal for me, I think. Because mm. nothing really, knock on wood, awful has happened yeah. recently. And yeah. so it for me, it has to be that. I think for me, it was in front of you and in front of Jim and oh, in front yeah, of the boyfriend. See, was, when yeah. It was, well, I was tipsy. But then out of nowhere, you brought out your wedding album. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we had Taylor Swift playing in the background. And, of course, I was going to get emotional because it was such a beautiful book. That's the last time I cried. And I asked you, are you seriously crying from this? It was a beautiful book, by the way. I didn't realize that you were... But for a person who says that they don't want to have a wedding, why would you be emotional about looking at a wedding album weddings are so beautiful i never want to have one but they're just so intimate and so beautiful and it's like you know a full day of love how can you not cry but then how could you not want one at that day for yourself no never i would never that's my greatest nightmare so interesting yep we can dig deep later into that yep I feel like we already did tell your partner something that you like about them already yeah that seems similar to the yep. other one what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Oh. I think you and I joke around about a lot of things. But yeah. we we never cross the line around racist or homophobic things. Never. Never. Yeah. Like, we will always, we could joke around everything like about divorcing. Divorce, yeah. Even Jim's passing. Yeah. We might joke, you know. <laughs> But, like, we will never cross the line of any, like, joke that is, like, yes. racist or homophobic. Never. Never. And we get, and we won't sit by why somebody else does that. No, I think no. we would, we wouldn't just stand, like, idly by and, like, let, no. let yeah. that happen either. Yep. Yeah, we definitely, I think we don't, never cross that line. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told somebody? Why haven't you told them yet? Hmm. I, I think I thought of mine. Okay. Cool. I would tell my mom I'm very proud of her. You know what's so funny? What? I was going to say I would tell my mom that um, that she is like the most wonderful, successful person that like literally helped shape our lives. Oh my gosh, both 
both. We're but we complain moms. so much about our moms all the time. 50% of our conversations is how much we can't stand yeah, our moms. Yeah, it's like, well, maybe it's like, yeah, 50% is about moms. For my narrative, is 50%. Mm-hmm. 25, maybe 30% is about gym. Mm-hmm. And 20% is probably complaining about my kids. But Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. That's... And then it's like, why don't we tell them? Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I love you, mom. And then she does something like steal $5 from my car. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, like, it's hard for me to say that after. I know. But, you know, and also, like, when is the right opportunity? Because if it would also seem weird. Yes, I agree. Like, there's times and then she does something or maybe it's not the right vibe. And it's like, why would I say it then? But you're going to realize, like, um, I've noticed, like, there's some times, like, some years, that's <laughs> years, where, like, my mom really gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this year, for some reason, she hasn't been. Really? Yeah. So I'm less, like, short or reactive. So I don't know what it is. Um, maybe she's gotten better, but we're actually getting, not getting along better, but things that she does doesn't bother me as much. Is it, is it because she's around less? I think when she's chill though, like when she's chill and she's not worked up, Mm -hmm. right? It's always about, I think with mother daughters, the daughter, the mom at when we're adults looks at the daughter as like a peer. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not as the daughter. Like, right now, like, I would never go to my daughter and vent to her about, yeah. like, Jim. Yeah. Right? But now that we're adults, I feel like when my mom has to talk to me, it's about complaining about some, like, my sister or, yeah. like, my dad or something, you know? Because you're both mothers. You're both yeah. wives, too. And, you know, at that age, like, there's not many people that you can complain about those things yeah. to. That would get it. But for me, I feel like I don't want to hear these complaints. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she, when she's not as complainy about, and it's not about me, it's just complaining. That, but that just like makes my heart so warm. What? That we both picked our moms? Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. We should be nicer to our moms. We should be nicer to our moms. Isn't that what we thought about after doing our Mother's Love episode? I actually have been nicer to my mom. I have not. I should be. <laughs> um, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would it be and why? I would take my purse because I don't want to go through the hassle of getting a new ID from the DMV. <laughs> Because you know me. You hate those things. I hate like that kind of stuff. Wasting my time doing those things. And nothing to me has any kind of like sentimental value where I feel like it's, I couldn't replace it either physically or it's in my mind. Mm. So, uh, but I've always been like that. I'm never attached to like anything. That's true. And I don't know if it's because I have short term memory or what, but. Yeah, so, um, like, it's not that wedding album. I don't even know where that well, wedding album is. <laughs> and then I, I also your know house, I would save the that Jim album. has a um, fire-resistant safe that our, like, passports and stuff are in, so uh-huh. we're good there. But, yeah, my purse, because I don't want to have to change all my credit cards and stuff. 
maybe I would go in and save this one box of like all of our family like cassette tapes mm. and photos that we brought from Korea and that we've like collected over the years. Even though it's not really photos of me as a baby because my parents actually didn't take a lot of like pictures of me as a young kid, but it has like all of like our report cards and um, like my brother's baby pictures and some like camcorder videos that my dad took of us at the beach of when we were kids. So those type of memories that can't be replaced. Um, you know, you should scan them all now. That's a lot of work. You can do it on your phone. Download the app. Yeah, but then it takes memory and you got to put up the cloud. You could put it in the Google Drive. I need... That's too much work. I'll just go in and risk my life to save the fire. <laughs> you know, and that is one thing about Jim. I know all of that stuff's on the internet. Yeah. He saved it somewhere. He's good. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing? Or would you find most disturbing and why? Okay, so who do you think I would choose? Let's play this game. Mm, disturbing? I think it means like upset. Oh, oh. Whose death in your family would upset you the most? For you, I think you would say like your sister? It would be my sister. Oh my gosh. I mean, I didn't think about my kids because that's not yeah. like they're little, right? Yeah. But it would be my sister. Why did you say my sister? I don't know. Not my mom, my sister. No, I yeah. knew it wasn't your mom, but yeah. it would be your sister. Um, For me, well, you, and you've seen like me and my sister like we're only a year apart so yeah. like we've grown up literally together and we are very different but we are also very like close yeah and so but not close in like we talk every day especially because her business makes her go out of state sometimes so like there'll be like a week or something where I don't see her so I don't feel like it's that kind of like we have to talk 10 times a day, but mm -hmm. yes, like my sister would be, the, I think, mm -hmm. more the hardest, even over Jim. Yeah. I think I said your sister because I know like the relationship you have with your sister, but also because I would choose my brother, my second brother. I was going to say you have two brothers. My second brother. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I'm closer to. Yeah. Because it's the same, like, close relationship, right? Like, he's my, you know, one of my best friends. I have such a good relationship with him. And, you know, I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have him around. Yeah, and I think there's something to say about the sibling that has experienced life with you from the beginning. Yeah. Especially, like, I think about my boys, and it would be each other. Mm -hmm. It would be each other. Um, even over their spouse, you know? I do yeah. think it would be each other. Mm-hmm. Our last question, share a personal problem and ask your parents, uh, partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Okay. So, um... We can uh, answer it about each other. We can. I am struggling, not struggling... But, you know, I've talked to you about how, and I've talked to Jim about this, but Jim never gives really strong opinions about my, like, future career kind of thing. But, you know, I told you this year I turned 44, and I also feel like, you know, 45 to 55 is kind of my prime for, like, next career moves. Mm -hmm. So in my current job, I love it. But I, I think, like, when... 
should I make this next career move? And should I make a next career career move? And what would that look like? What would make me happy? Like that's something that I I feel like I don't have the answer. And I guess my advice to you on that would be is something that you always tell me time and time again is to, you know, why don't you take it one step at a time? Why don't you just focus on what's in front of you right now? Because I think now you're focusing on like the next like 10 years, right? Which I feel like you always have a plan, right? You have the next 10, 20. And I remember that's what Jim said about you. But I guess in contrast to that and you always say this to me like why are you focusing on that why are you stressing about like stress right now like of what's in front of you and what you can tangibly like you know control in your hands and I think that's hard for me because um everything else has kind of been planned and checklisted Mm -hmm. that now I'm at this place where like it doesn't need to be planned yeah right you can kind of stay in where you're at Mm -hmm. And so is that where I want to be at? So that's the hard part. And is it okay not to have a plan? Yeah. And I think you are in a new era, right? Like your kids are a lot older. You're doing these things for yourself. You feel like you're doing these like new, also having these new experiences and seeing friends more and even working out more. And so I would say just like you just started this era, this chapter. Mm -hmm. And so enjoy it. Um, You know, be in the moment. You always tell me be in the the moment. moment. Yeah. I think my thing is, and I've shared with you, is being, um, I've always been so transparent with my parents on my finances and very open. It's like whatever, like my wallet is your wallet type of thing. You know, I give my parents a lot, but at what point do I have that sort of like financial independence? Not in the way of I'm independent on my parents, but actually the opposite, right? Of like me being like, actually, this is just for me and this is for my future and not being so open and transparent about them yeah and you know I think um for them they probably still see you so young they do because you were telling me your mom said something to you like it's not like you're gonna get married anytime soon yeah she did say that right and it's funny because I'm like what do you mean anytime soon in like four years you'll be 30 yeah that's not young to get married right yeah and so um I still think that they think you're very young Mm -hmm. and so you have less financial responsibility Mm -hmm. so you're able to support them more or like splurge a little more especially since the older brother got married and kind of left yeah and so I kind of had to step up and fill his shoes but yeah, it's a point. Like, I also have to start planning for my future. Um, and, you know, who knows? I might get married tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it could be tomorrow with that no wedding. With that no wedding, I might just go down to the courthouse. That, you know, I um, Jim has actually been a witness for his friends and also the photographer. So he could be there. Jim, you'll be there, right? I'll just call he you He knows up. what to do. Um, but I think, you know, it's... You are such a great daughter and you don't, it's not about you not wanting to support them financially. I think my advice to you would be more, be more strategic about it. Yeah. So it's not about not being transparent, but be strategic about it. So, um, it's controlling your own finances, maybe putting a little bit aside every month 
for when you are going to give them like a gift or something like that. Like a bigger amount. Yeah. And so you're kind of controlling, you're controlling that while still being generous and supportive, but less about you feeling kind of like um, ambushed about having to support them, right? Yeah. I mean, thanks for that advice. And thanks for going on this journey of falling in love. Yeah, I feel like after the three rounds of questions, Mm -hmm. we do get to know, we got to know each other a little bit better. Yep. Got to know ourselves. It's nice that um, you're able to now actually utilize these questions. Yeah. What's the one you're going to use the next time for round three? You know what? I'm going to say, when have you been embarrassed? Because obviously you know something embarrassing about me when I burped in your face. Oh, you're going to ask that one of all the ones you're going to ask. That's a fun one. Yeah. I'm like, were you ever embarrassed in front of me? I want to know because he knows mine. I don't feel like he's like that. He never gets embarrassed. He does because he's, yeah. He's just like, it is what it is. I wonder what Jim, when's the last time you've been embarrassed, Jim? Well, Jim, (laughs) I, I would say Jim gets embarrassed. He thinks he has this like curse on him like he'll be talking to someone because I talk to people and I like to ask like really further in-depth questions like oh what does your wife do oh she does this and And, um Jim will always come back and be like well did you ask about this and this and he's like no and then um the one time he does like he said recently he asked somebody like oh uh, it's your daughter's birthday and the the man was like, yeah, it was. And, you know, it's kind of a sad thing because we had another daughter and she passed away at birth. And Jim was like, this is why I do not ask yeah. questions. And so, like, he gets stuck in those kind of, like, awkward, embarrassing moments. Of course it would yeah. be Jim. So then, you know, he's like, I'm just not going to follow up. Of course. But uh, I'm happy to wrap it up. And I'm happy to kind of... I'm happy that we got to fall more in love. And I'm happy... Um, hopefully that our listeners can use these questions to also find more love in their lives yeah because look it worked for you it worked for me so we'll see everyone or we'll talk to everybody next week bye